Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. Today, we're talking about how fitness totally changed my confidence, but also my perspective on life. Before I started working out, actually, I was working out for a long time. I was working out since I was like 16, but not well. I would say like I was trying, but I definitely was following YouTube workouts, you know, the do one workout, kind of hope for the best and then go from there kind of thing. And just was very scattered overall with what my goals were, what I wanted, all that kind of fun stuff. And if you've been listening to my story for a while, you know that I fell and I hurt my wrist. I got just first, you know, like a Cliff Notes summary. I had a whole bunch of pins put into my wrist. I had my ligaments all tear and I had to get those kind of stitched back together or however they do it. I'm not actually quite sure. And from there, I lost all the muscle in my arm and I really had to build up the muscle back and completely shift my focus from weight loss and being the smallest version of myself and all that kind of stuff into actually getting strong and gaining strength and building muscle. And I wanted to do this as efficiently and effective as possible because I did not want to waste any time, right? I was like, I don't have time to waste. I can't even pick up a cup right now. And I wanted to try out for the varsity volleyball team the following year. So I was like, I have six to eight months to really like hammer this down and hopefully gain some muscle so that I can actually try out again, right? So with that being said, during this process, there was a few things that I learned Because when you're shifting your perspective from being the smallest version of yourself to gaining strength and size and definition, it's not always the easiest thing. And I think as soon as we decide, oh, I'm going to gain strength, it's like, oh, well, then, you know, all my insecurities about my weight loss, my body and the way that it looks, those are going to fly out the window because I'm focusing on strength now. I wish it did, but it does not happen, right? We still look at our stomachs. We still look at our arms, still start pinching our thighs, all that kind of stuff. It's not exactly amazing. It's a little bit toxic, but it's things that we do. And when that shift happens, there's a few things that I did that were very, very helpful, but a few like lessons that I also learned along the way that I think would be very beneficial. And that's why I want to share them with you today. So the way that fitness actually increased my confidence was I was a very shy, introverted person. I was very loud, but I was often told that when I said something, it wasn't appropriate or what I said just like wasn't the right time. Or whenever I said something, someone would say that, you know, we don't agree with you or we don't like that. And I found that I had a lot of different opinions on things and other people on various topics and like wildly, vastly different like views on things. And whether it's like death, whether it's life, whether it's the way that health and fitness industry works, whether it's candles, like I have a very different perspective on a lot of things because I view things very differently. And I don't know if that's because I have had a lot of trauma since I was like very young. And I use trauma very lightly because I do think that Um, A lot of the times we use trauma as like a way to get out of things or a a way to justify how we act. But I did have a lot of things that most people would consider trauma happening to me at a very young age, right? Lots of deaths, lots of significant deaths, just lots of like household stuff. There's a bunch of stuff that kind of happened, right? And we'll kind of, we'll probably dive into that later on, but this isn't what this episode's about. So when this like, this perspective, I guess that I held was questioned a lot, I normally shut down. I normally didn't know how to handle it. I didn't really talk about my opinion at all. If anything, 
I normally tried to conform to other people's opinions and I learned to speak last. And I think that was something that as much as I still kind of do that, I still think that it's something that needs to be moderated and definitely changed depending on the situation. So for example, like if I was in a new group of people, I never would say anything because I didn't know how I would be perceived. So I would wait till everyone else spoke and then I would give my opinion based on what I knew that everyone else had said, right? And while that might sound like a smart strategy, at the same time, it really lacks confidence because I never spoke up. So if there was 10 people in a room, I might never speak, but it's just like I never ever use my voice ever because I was so scared that other people were just going to shut me down. You know, when I like wore shorts or when I wore a dress or when I wore anything, I was always waiting for someone to like comment on my body or how it looked or like if things were like falling over my pants because growing up, I had a lot of my mom actually used to do that a lot. She would tell me that like my stomach was like hanging over my pants. Like it's pretty bold of you to wear that, those kind of things. Right. And then it kind of trickled into other people too. And because I like to post on social media just for fun, honestly, it wasn't for anything else. I just enjoyed like sharing tips that I knew. I like sharing photos. I love taking photos. I wanted to be a photographer. I got kind of like picked on a lot for stuff like that, which is fine. Like I don't care about it now, but at the time I was like scarred from it. I was so upset about it. And there's different things like that where it's just like I was very like reserved because I didn't want to step out of a box because I didn't want other people to judge me or I didn't want people to like, you know, see a certain side of me or whatever. And I think we all have flaws that we're not exactly proud of. But at the same time, it's like I just never, I never wanted to be judged. So I always just super nice, people pleasing, like blah, blah, blah. But if any of you ladies, and I'm sure you are, you're people pleasers, you also know that people pleasing can get you into a lot of trouble, right? Because sometimes there's some people who really don't like when all you do is agree with them, which is kind of fair, right? You just agree with them. You say yes all the time. You never say no. You never argue with them. It's like it becomes very boring. It becomes very vanilla. And the thing is, is like a lot of the times I would just agree because it was easier. And after a while, I actually didn't have my opinion on anything. I had nothing. I had no idea. I have no idea even to this day really what I like. I know I like fitness and I know I like some kind of beauty stuff a little bit. I like Starbucks. I like clothes. But there's a lot of things that I'm actually still learning what I actually like and what I don't like. Because for a long time, I would watch horror movies and I don't even like horror movies. I would have nightmares for months and I would keep watching those. And where I'm getting at this or where I'm going with this like long story is basically once I started working out and once I started actually doing something for myself, and it doesn't have to be working out. It could literally be anything. It's just in this case, it has to be, it happened to be fitness for me. Once I started working out and once I started actually taking care of myself and actually being mindful of what I was putting into my body and like actually being mindful of how much water I was drinking and making sure I exercised and what felt good. I was like, wow, this is like, this is really amazing. Like, you know, when I actually put my mind to something, I'm actually able to succeed in it. And I think that in itself is a confidence booster, regardless of anything else, right? And regardless of the method that you use, you could use school, you could use your job, you could use whatever the case might be. In this case, like I said, it happens to be fitness. I just kept doing these things over and over again because it felt really good to actually do something for myself for once. I didn't have to show up and please anybody. I didn't have to talk to anybody, which at that time was really great because it was giving me a lot of anxiety. I didn't have to share my opinions on anything. I didn't have to prove anything to anyone. And honestly, if I didn't eat well the night before or the day before, and I went into the gym the next morning, the gym told me if I screwed up or not. And I don't want to say like screwed up as in like good or bad, but basically just like if I didn't do well enough the day before with my nutrition. I felt that during my workout, there was a cause and effect, right? And no one had to get mad at me. No one had to tell me that. I would just know. And it was the first time ever that when I started doing something, I actually started seeing results from it. I used to call myself a B plus student because I would do things, but only to the level that they had to be done at. 
and I would get good marks. But basically just because I thought I had to, not because I wanted to, I never had any interest really in school. I thought it was really cool depending on like the different areas, but I never had that like wow moment where like I love math or I love English. Like I was good at different things, but I never like was passionate about school. Like I thought it was cool, but more so like I like getting a good grade and then someone telling me that I did a good job and clapping for me. And that was pretty much it. So when I got to the gym though, there's no one clapping for you. There's no one like telling you that you did a good job. There's no one like boosting your confidence up. Sure, sometimes people come by and they'll be like, oh my God, you look so strong or whatever. But for the first few years of my fitness journey, because I was like kind of that average person, I didn't look like anything like crazy. Like I didn't have a big butt or I didn't have like big shoulders or I didn't have a lean waist or I wasn't like the girl that people wanted to be like. Like that wasn't me. Like I literally just looked, I used to call myself a potato to be quite honest. It was just terrible. But I used to just be like, I'm like a boring potato. I'm normal. I have a flat ass. I have like, you know, I have some boobs and you know, my stomach isn't really that great. And my back is like, whatever. Like I literally just felt like I was a normal average person. And I was like, you know what? Maybe if I work really freaking hard, I could actually become someone that all these guys at the time liked, or maybe I could become someone that, you know, looked like that or trained like that or did whatever. And it very much started as like a place of just like, it would be really cool if I could be someone else. And I think like, that's a really, really, I think bold thing to admit. But also the thing is, is like when you try and be someone else, you always come up empty handed because obviously you're never going to be them. Right. So because after like months and months of trying to like be like this person or this person or like look like them or be like them or try and perform at a level that someone else performing at, my confidence started to go down. And what happened was I had to realize like what I actually wanted, what my body actually looked like. What did I actually want out of fitness? And as I started doing that, the confidence started to build again, right? So it's like there's different levels and different stages of this confidence. It's like ebbs and flows, right? Ups and downs. So then I like my confidence went back down. And then I was like, shit, that's not what I want either. So then I was like, okay, what am I actually going to do this time then? So then what I did this time was I was like, okay, I actually would really like, you know, a butt that wasn't flat. I would really like to have shoulders. I really want to be proportionate. I want to compete. I want to do a bikini competition. I'll compete. Maybe that'll be something that I'm interested in, right? So I started training like that and I learned everything that I could about that. And because I started seeing progress again, you know, my shoulders were starting to build, my abs were starting to tighten. I was starting seeing physical changes. I was like, wow, this is really working. This is so cool. Again, wasn't the leanest person, wasn't the biggest person, but again, was something that just totally built up my confidence. And it was the fact that when I said I was going to go to the gym every day, I would go. When I said that I would eat my protein, I ate my protein. When I said that I would drink my water, I drank my water. And because I started doing this, what I found during my prep especially was that I was building the confidence in myself, but I was also keeping the promises to myself. And as I started doing that, it started compounding in other areas of my life. So basically like, when I would go to work, everything that I said I was going to do got done, which for me for a long time was really hard because people pleasing also sometimes gets you into lying. And not that it was intentional, but I also didn't want to get into trouble. So when you don't want to get into trouble, sometimes you say white lies unintentionally because you think you're going to get yelled at. Then you get yelled at for lying. It doesn't matter anyways, right? But at the same time, I was very young and I had no idea that this was the case, right? So I didn't even know I was doing it. So I started being very, very truthful my integrity started to be the biggest thing that I held close to me. I was like, okay, so even if I can't be the biggest person in the world, or even if I like am not perfect with this, what I'm going to do is I'm going to like make a promise to myself every single week and I'm just going to like hit it. So like if I say I'm going to work out three times this week, I'm going to work out three times this week. If I say I'm going to drink water every day or like three times this week, I'm going to do that. And I did that every single day, every single week for literally a year, every single day. And what happened was now you will know, especially if you're someone close to me, that if you say something and do something else, I am livid. That is like 
Integrity is the number one thing that I hold over literally everything. And it's just because I know the type of people that are integral are the people that I want near me. The type of people that are integral, what they say and what they do are the same thing. And those type of people are the people that you can build trust with. Those are the type of people that hold promises. Those are the type of people that honestly just end up successful. And the thing is, is like with that also becomes the confidence to actually keep going with something. And when you keep like these promises to yourself, ladies, what you're going to find is that every other aspect of your life starts to change. The promises to your kids, the promises to your spouses, the promises to your job, the promise to everything. It just starts evolving and changing. And eventually, you find that you start accelerating in all these different areas of your life. And it all starts with you. Once you feel confident enough to like, you can't tell me that someone who feels confident and someone who doesn't feel confident, doesn't matter the size, the shape, the weight, whatever you want to call it, but someone who feels confident, they act differently. They speak differently. They do different things. And when you can find that piece that makes you confident or fills that kind of space, you're going to find that, like I said, everything else in your life changes. And when you have that confidence, it's not something that you have to fake. It's something that you just have. And there's different things and different actions that you take because you have that confidence, right? It's like, at first, I didn't want to come on here. I used to start these and then I would shut them off and then start them again because I was so nervous that I screwed up. And I was like, oh my God, we got to delete all of this, right? Now, if I stutter, I'm like, oh, well, I guess we're going to go on with the show because I'm not turning this off, right? So it's something that you build up over time and you can do this with anything. And the reason why fitness also, I guess like getting into the, not the confidence piece, but also the perspective piece, it changed my perspective on a lot of things because it finally taught me that if I wanted to build something, I could build it. If I wanted to do something, I could do it. And I always had this, like, I don't know, like this unjustified perspective that I could literally do anything that I wanted. And not like saying that like very, I guess like, I don't want to say bitchy, but like kind of, you know what I mean? Like I can do whatever I want. Like not like that. But more so like if I want to start a business, I could start a business. If I want to be like CEO of a company, I'm going to be CEO of a company. If I want to work at whatever company, I'm going to apply to the job. I might not get it, but I'm going to apply. Right? So there's like this like unfounded confidence that I had always, just always. Like I was like, you know what? Screw it. What's the worst thing that could happen? Right? And there's a few situations where that's totally backfired, like running a painting company at 17 and going bankrupt. That was literally awful. But at the same time, I learned so many valuable skills that when I started doing my coaching business now, it's like, I know how to hire people. I know when to fire people. I know how to talk to people. I know how to do customer service. I know how to do sales. I've done all the grunt work. I used to do door-to-door, like putting like door-to-door flyers on people's doors and like negative 30 and busing halfway across the city. Like I've done the work, right? So it's like when you have this unfounded confidence or like this justified confidence in this case, which is also nice, you have a different perspective because you are going to go out and do other things, right? Like when you're not constantly thinking, and this was a big thing for me, and I think I'm trying to be transparent on here. So hopefully you guys are like, holy smokes, she's screwed up, you know? But I used to have this thing where I didn't want to do certain things because so basically like I had this moment where I was like, I'm just so focused on the way that I look all day, every day. So every day, all day, I would focus on my stomach. I would focus on my arms. I would focus like when I'm sitting there talking to people, how my stomach would sit. I would focus on how my arms look. You know, that little piece in between your arm and your chest, like that little, some of us have like that little bit of like bra line fat or whatever you want to call it. I would be like, oh my God, is that showing? Like, you know, is my neck looking weird? If I take a photo, am I going to look bad in it? Right. And these are thoughts that would go through my head over and over and over again. And ladies, it's freaking exhausting. It is so tiring to do that and think about that stuff every single day, all day. Like it is so tiring. And I had this moment where I was like, imagine if I use, if I took all the hours in a day that I think about my stomach rolls, 
my back fat, my legs, my like armpit fat, the way that I look in photos. If I took all that energy and I put it towards something else, how much or how far would I get with it? Like, what would I be able to do with it? Because there's so much brain power. So what I did was I committed to becoming a fit version of myself, not to lose the weight to be for vanity reasons, but more so to as a strategic way to free up space. And when I did that, which is a very weird thing to do, we're very weird perspective. I pre-framed that with you guys. I was like, hey, I got weird perspectives on shit. So when I did that, what happened was I filled it. What I decided to do is fill all those thoughts. I filled it with ways to fix what I was thinking about. So instead of obsessing over the problem and the struggle and the, oh my God, my stomach and blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay, how can I fix the fact that I feel like this? So I was like, okay, we're going to start with the physical because I don't know how to change the mental part without changing the physical. So I started like, you know, making sure that I was meal prepping my meals. I started bulk prepping. So I do like big bowls of rice and big things of beef and big things of chicken and big things of vegetables. And that way I could interchange things and I wasn't stuck to one meal every single day for a week. Then what I did was I had my exercise and I was like, you know what? For my exercise, I'm going to just make sure that I give it my all every single workout. I've been told strength training is the way to go. I have to do that for my arm anyway. So let's do that. And then I'll add a little bit of cardio in afterwards, right? We'll start with that. And basically what happened is as I started going down this rabbit hole of how do I do this efficiently? How do I build muscle efficiently? But also how do I free up the space in my head? It started to free up and I started to learn a lot about health and fitness, right? And once you start learning about things like health and fitness or whatever, then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to share it with other people now, right? I'm going to do that. So with this extra time that I have, why don't I share it with other people? Because I'm sure there's someone else struggling like I am. And eventually here we are. I'm doing a podcast about how to lose weight and you know fix your mindset and all that kind of stuff. But like, imagine like if I had just kept thinking about all the things that I wanted to change and never did it. So literally that one thought of imagine what I could do if I didn't think about these things all the time turned into me coaching over 200 ladies, team of six coaches and trainers and executive assistants and all that kind of fun stuff. And literally like having, you know, record breaking months, all that kind of fun stuff, but also just like empowering and transforming other ladies in the community and like around the world. We have clients in England. We have clients in US. We have clients in Australia. We had clients in California. I guess it's US. We have clients in, I think it's like Poland. It's like something like that. Poland or like out in Europe somewhere. So the thing is, it's like all of this stemmed from that one thought of like, hey, if I stop getting it in like my head and start like actually doing something, what could that lead to? Where could it take me? What could I do with that? Right. And because I started thinking of the solution instead of being stuck on the problem, now we have a training company. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's just crazy how like your perspective and your confidence and all that kind of stuff, it just takes these little shifts. But once you start keeping these promises to yourself, and I know this is like a 20 minute, you know, podcast or video or however you're consuming this, right? But if you really think about like what you're doing right now and how you feel about yourself and things like that, and you transform that into someone who is confident. Like, what is the confident version of you look like? What is the strongest version of you look like? What is the badass version of you look like? And I don't care if you have kids or not, because honestly, ladies, if you have kids, even better reason, because when you have kids, you don't lose yourself, okay? You are definitely a mom. You are definitely have different priorities, but you are still you. And it is important that you keep track of that and that you remember that there's still things that are important to you and that you need to do. And even though you're a mom and you have two kids or three kids or one kid or five kids, hey, maybe even have some fur babies, whatever the case might be, you still have things regardless of having kids that you want. You still have things that you need. And there's also things that just make you happy. And the thing is, is like when you give up on that, I think you give up on a large part of yourself. 
And the thing is, is like for your kids, you would want them to be happy. You would want them to do what makes them happy. You would want them to live the life that makes them feel alive, right? And so it's like in doing that, there's also the portion where they also, they want to be like mom, right? And if they see mom working out and they see mom like living life and they see mom going on trips and they see mom like, you know, having fun with her friends and doing whatever, what do you think they're going to want to be like? They're going to want to be like mom. And either way, like it's not like a pressure thing. Like it's not like you have to do that. But I'm just saying that it's very, very important for you to also have that perspective, right? And be like, it's okay that we're doing certain things or it's okay like to let yourself have some time to work out or to meal prep or to do your thing. It's okay. It's totally okay. And it's going to be something that they're going to look back on and be like, wow, my mom's a freaking badass. Okay. So I hope this helped you ladies give you a different perspective. I hope it helped you kind of clear anything up in terms of weight loss, but also just like how fitness can really change your life. And even like that one thought that's just like, you know what? I'm freaking sick of this shit. Let's just like do whatever. And it doesn't even have to be weight loss. It just has to be the fact that you're like, I want to make a a change. I want to be more confident. I want to be more empowered. I want to do whatever. And once you start using your voice and actually like to keep those promises to yourself, I think you're going to be amazed at the different things that you can do and the ways that it can take you and the opportunities that it opens up. And just, it's just insane. Like it's absolutely like, I just, I'm honestly speechless about it. So I hope you have the best day ever. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mills Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.